What is up, everyone? Welcome to the TJTV Podcast, only on Spotify and Google Podcasts. How are you doing today? Happy Friday. It is actually a rainy Friday, actually, as I'm looking out of the city right now. And we are just a few days away until the 500th episode. I can't wait. Honestly, like, I think today's episode is just going to be more of a reflection of the last nine years of doing a show and pretty much the last 500 episodes, or really 499 right now, but... I guess like just, I guess we'll do a look back maybe, but I I can't believe that we are literally days away from episode 500. I mean, it's amazing because I said this before, after episode 100, I was going to be done. I was literally, I keep saying literally, I was going to be done with just TJ, uh, it was TJ Talks at the time, but yeah, I was going to be done after episode 100 and... Personally, I'm glad I stuck with it. I really am. Because I wouldn't have met so many amazing people and done so many great things. I mean, there's still many good things to come, too. Especially in my career in radio and, you know, with my podcast and the guests that I have coming on. It's just really a good episode. And you know what? I'm excited. I really, truly am. So... I don't know. It's a weird thing. It's weird saying episode 500, even though it's not a couple days. I mean, it's only going to probably premiere on Wednesday next week, but hey, it is what it is. Um, anyways, yeah, so there's so many great things. I'm probably going to play some commercials of old stuff that we did throughout the show just because... You know, it's something cool. You know, all the stuff that I did, the commercials and the old stuff that I used to do, it, it seems like a pretty interesting thing. And I'll, I'm not going to play every little bit of thing that I did in the past like nine years of doing this. I'll play some old stuff probably from last year and some drops that we have. And maybe I'll you know include like a couple clips in there. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, how the day goes. I mean, it's only going to be probably a 30-minute episode. But, you know, 500, 500 episodes, nine years later. It's a big accomplishment. Um, the nine-year show is actually going to be this summer at some point. And I will admit, you know, there are a lot of things I still want to do with the show. But I've given myself a limit that once I hit 10 years for TJTV, I'm going to be done. The whole TJTV production of what I'm going to be doing is going to be done next year. So that's that's something that is a small announcement that I will be done with TJTV altogether. And I'm going to focus more on like interviews, kind of like a rebrand of my show, just because I feel like rebranding the show would be better, but it's going to be a different show, different fo- a different format and all that stuff. But but next week um and this week I have been doing a lot of stuff for the 500th episode. I've been trying to gear up for it and uh get stuff ready. So should be a really fun episode, and I hope everyone enjoys what's to come in the next couple, uh, you know, weeks. Plus, I got some really good interviews as well, so hopefully, you know, all this fun stuff's going to happen. And there's a lot of good things happening as well, so, you know, there's a lot of stuff to come. I'm really excited, and I may just give some, you know more lift stories, more work stories in the coming year. Because there's, like I said, there's a lot of fun stuff going on. And I just love doing, like coming on a show twice a week and talking to 
people. It's just a fun, it's fun. It really is. So, uh, yeah. Okay. But here's something that actually really kind of freaked me out. Yes. It didn't really freak me out. It just kind of shocked me a little bit. So I was doing lift yesterday. Here's the story. And, um, when I was doing lift, I had, uh, I think I had like a root beer with me. And as I had this root beer, I was drinking a root beer and I drive this guy to the airport and I'm thinking to myself, I really got to take a piss. This is like beyond like one of those things. Like if you're a Lyft driver, you know, like if you don't go to the bathroom, it is, it's World War Three because you're pretty much, you know, you're driving around for however many hours and you got to go to the bathroom. You got to go. Like you're going to deny every Lyft rider go offline. That's, at least that's what I do. I deny people before I go offline because I know Lyft like gets so pissed. Hence why my accounts flag so many times. Here's the other thing with Lyft. They flagged my account so much that like you would be you would think that like my account would be taken down. No, my account has not been taken down at all. Um literally when it comes to taking down my account, it has been taken down because of some stuff I've listened to. I've gotten my account taken down for uh, apparently drunk driving. I had Howard Stern on the air and he said something sexual. Then there was another joke. I th- don't know if he made it or Joe Rogan said it because I do listen to both Joe Rogan and Howard Stern when I'm driving just to pass the time. But um, somebody said something and they said it was I made a derogatory comment, which I know better not to make derogatory comments. And I'm not that person. I don't make derogatory comments about anybody or about any race or culture just because it's just who I am. I grew up... I grew up uh, with a multicultural group of people. That, that's how I grew up. Respect, and I respect everybody. If you respect me, I respect you. It goes both ways. So I got my account taken down for that, but the thing with Lyft is they flagged me so many times. My account's got taken down. I'm surprised I'm still driving. But um, anyways, I'm getting off topic. So yesterday I was doing Lyft. I really had to take a piss, and I was like, all right, cool. Let me just go to Wawa. So I go to Wawa. And I see one of my friends that works there. I'm not going to say his name. And I was like, hey, dude. Uh, I was like, I promise I'll buy something. Can I go use the bathroom? He was like, you don't have to buy anything. I was like, all right, cool. So I go into the bathroom and I see it had to be like a four or five-year-old kid right by the urinal. And he was just sitting there. Like, he was just leaning on the stall door. And I'm like thinking, okay, this is kind of weird. And the stall door's open. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I just go in there. I see a woman in the men's bathroom and she's like, ah, like screaming. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm like, why, why are you in the men's bathroom? So pretty much what happened was her and her son were in the men's bathroom and she decided I have to go to the bathroom. And since my son's a guy, I'm going to go in the men's bathroom and leave the door open. So I go and tell the guy that works there, a friend, and he closes down the bathroom. He was like, Hey, um, I know you have to go. Uh, you care if you go in the woman's bathroom? I'm like, no, I, I, I don't. <laughs> so I go into the woman's bathroom and I'm like completely in uncharted territory. I'm just like thinking, Oh my God, this is crazy. This is, this is legit nuts. And and like somebody, somebody was like, why did you make him close down the bathroom? I'm like, I didn't like, uh, 
I'm just not going to go in the bathroom and whip my dick out in front of a kid because he wasn't with his mom. But if you're a woman and you're in the men's bathroom with your kid, wouldn't you bring the kid in the stall with you? Like, isn't that just like, not like, don't you have any knowledge in your head? Like, you know, you know, you're in a public bathroom and like you have your five or four year old, five year old with you, bring them in the stall with you and lock the door. Have some decency, at least with that, like, you can actually, like, it would be okay. Because now your kid's, A, blocking the urinal, just chilling right next to the urinal in the stall. He's leaning on the stall. I'm not going to tell the kid to go away or piss because, like, I really had to go to the bathroom. And it's like, what would I do or what do I do in this situation? Told my friend. My friend works at Wawa. He closed down the bathrooms and then he let me go to the woman's bathroom. But even when I was a kid growing up, like when I came to go into the bathroom with like if my mom had to go or I had to go, she took me in the women's bathroom when I was a kid growing up because she didn't want me to get kidnapped. And that's the thing. If I was in the stall, if I was in the women's bathroom and there's a big ass stall, my mom would probably bring me in the stall with her and she would just say, lock the door. Let me go to the bathroom. And then if you have to go, you can go and then we'll go. And she would at least use the right bathroom, not the woman's bathroom. And, like, the woman got, like, really pissed off that I came in there. But, like, you're, the door's open. And there's a kid in there. I don't know that you're in the stall. The kid could be hiding from you. I don't know. And that's what I don't understand. Like, people get so pissed off at little things for their stupid-ass mistakes. If you're going to be that stupid to leave the door, the stall door open and have your kid out in the open where no one can go take a piss, then yeah, I would be angry. And I was having to go in. I mean, I, I had to just pee. That was it. So, yeah, I mean, pretty much just, uh, I don't know. I don't know that that whole thing was just a little weird and. I felt very uncomfortable in that situation. And even yesterday, Tori and I were talking because she's, she's been binging crime junkies. Uh, I would love to have them on the show, but she's been binging crime junkies. And she's saying like, you know, we got to get like a weapon and like, I want to learn self-defense because like, if I'm learning self, like if I'm, if I'm a woman, I got a target on my back all the time. And pe- like people are bad in this world. So I want to like learn self-defense and stuff because like you can't trust a lot of people. So I'm like, yeah, you know what? You're right. You, we have to do stuff like this. So it, it pretty much just like that whole thing just kind of made me think like, you know, if you have a kid with you, bring the kid in the fucking stall, use the correct bathroom. I mean, if you're, because if you're in the stall taking a piss or taking a shit or whatever, then that that can give somebody, some crazy fuck, an idea to, you know, go after your kid. And a lot of people don't think it think of it that way, but that that is pretty much game on for you or for anybody to take your kid. Take your kid with you in the fucking stall. The world's not the world is not what it used to be back in the nineties or back in the eighties. Even though back then people still got kidnapped, but the world was a lot safer back then. 
And that's what I'm getting at right there. But, um, yeah. In any event, I just, I don't know. That whole situation just disturbed me. And, you know, I've walked in on people tons of times going to the bathroom. People have done it to me, too, because they don't lock the doors. But, honestly, any normal person, if they saw a stall open, they would go into the stall. Uh, Not just, you know. It's so stupid. Oh, man, that was the stupidest thing ever. It really was. It was so dumb. Really fucking dumb. I just don't get it. Anyways. Tori showed me a video last night, too. And she was, um... It was basically how we retaliated against the attack that happened to our soldiers in Jordan. And, um... Makes me think, like, we're really going into World War Three. We're We're literally... We're on the cusp of it right now. And I'm trying not to get too political. I probably won't. But literally, like, I've been seeing reports. Like, Kim Jong-un is is gearing up his warships. And then we got Vladimir Putin talking about bringing his uh, nuclear uh, weapons into action. Yeah, Kim inspects warships in North Korea to prepare for conflict. Let's see. Uh... U.S. State Department, if Russia wants to demilitarize its own in Ukraine, it should, blah, blah, blah. It's just crazy. Like, I'm clicking through right now just to see, like, Americans' new stealth hunter killers have arrived in the nick of time, whatever that means. Biden sending more direct payments to Americans is worrying about Republicans. It's just crazy. Just... The world that we live in, I never would have thought at the age of 29 that we would be going into a third world war and like everybody who voted for Biden is is supporting it. I understand. Trump, Trump is not all there. But what Trump is doing, he's playing a character. And a lot of people don't like his character because Trump will say whatever the hell is on his mind. That's just who he is. I mean, he's he's not gonna it's not gonna change anything what he says. I mean, yeah, he said some pretty screwed up shit, but I'm saying like, I feel like with Biden, we're really on the cusp of a third world war. Every country hates us right now, and it's just crazy just to think that like everybody's supporting this man for his uh. For going into a war. It's scary. And like I don't want to. I know like. I don't think we're going to go into a third world war. But I know we're really like. We're like inches away. And. I've been worrying about this third world war thing. Since the whole Israel and Hamas. um, Conflict took place. First it was Russia and Ukraine. Which you don't hear anything about anymore. And now it's Hamas and Israel, which you still don't hear about, which is really odd. But I remember that night. I stayed up half the night thinking, like, we're going to be in a nuclear war tomorrow. This is what's going on. I mean, this is the country that we live in. We're we're interested in the Third World War. We could be going into a civil war with Texas because of border control. And the whole thing with that, I agree. I agree uh, not letting people over the border because we're letting these people over the border... And we don't know who they are. We don't know if they're murderers, child molesters, rapists. We don't know who they are. And the whole thing with that is, like, 
my kids and my wife, my future kids and my wife, if they're out and about and some some guy who came over the border, he could be a murderer or rapist or whatever. He could do whatever he wants to my wife or, or kidnap my kids because we're letting people illegally over the border and we don't know who they are, what their background is. That's what I, that's where I agree with Texas, where they don't want people over the border. I agree with them. And I'm not saying everybody over the border is bad, but I'm saying like there are some people that we're letting in who don't care about Americans. They hate Americans and we're just letting them in. So I get where like people are coming from. And I'm not saying I'm a big Trumper. I'm not saying I'm a Republican or a Democrat. I don't really care about politics, but I do agree with Texas. Like stop letting people over the border because we don't know who they are. That's my whole point. But other than that though, I mean, like I said, I grew up with a whole bunch of people. I grew my my best friend used to be a good friend of mine. We were good friends in school. His name was Simmer. He's from Pakistan. And after 9/11, nobody was allowed to hang out with this kid because he was Pakistanian and his family was Pakistanian. I was the only kid that was allowed to hang out with him because my mom said, I don't care where he came from as long as he's not hurting you or saying he wants to do this, that, and the third to America. He can come over and hang out with you and you know he could sleep over. You could go over his house, sleep over, whatever. I was the only one allowed to play with this kid because he was Pakistanian. Now, you know, there were other friends too, but... A lot of a lot of women, a lot of like people my mom's age demoralized her because they're like, Your your son's playing with the Pakistanian. Uh he, that could be bad. You know, he, he could he could tie up your son and do this, that, and the third and make him a suicide but my mom's like, No. He's a good kid, his family's good, my son can play with whoever he wants, hang out with whoever he wants, it's fine. And that that's something that you know, I enjoyed, I enjoyed going with a multicultural group of people, but when it comes to letting illegal people over the border, we don't know who they are. They can come and attack like my wife, your wife, your kids, whatever. That's my whole point I'm bringing up with. But yeah, like I said, I'm not trying to get too much into politics, but yeah, that's just a fun fact. I was the only kid allowed to play with a Pakistani kid because everyone was afraid of people over there because of 9-11. But, you know, call me crazy. I was friends with everybody, too. I mean, I had a really good group of friends growing up. I mean, once I got into middle school, it kind of got a little different. But, um, you know, everyone changes once they get older. In any event... Uh, but yeah, I, I think we're pretty much on the cusp of a third world war and, um, I hope that we're not, but it, it it's just, we got to do what we got to do. So let's see. Uh, Puxitani Phil, apparently we're going to have an early spring and, um, is there anything in the news lately? Uh, something about Donald Trump. I don't know. 
Heidi Klum's kind of hot. I'll admit that. So, yeah. So, here's what we're going to do. Let's take a break. I'll play some clips. And um, we'll reflect about, you know, more about the 500th episode, 500 episodes later, whatever. And then um, we'll probably just go because there's really not much to talk about. But I will say uh, to the people who do listen to the show and whatnot, thank you for everything. Thank you for keeping me going and keeping me doing what I'm doing because it's just, it's a really great thing. I really enjoy doing what I'm doing and talking. And, you know, I want to thank a few people, uh, Tori for one, for, you know, keeping me going. Sam Whalen, John Johnson, Ray Gonzalez, Bob Kaplan, Tim Turner, which I haven't talked to Tim in a long time. So, yeah, that's really it. Thank you for, you know, keeping me going. You guys are the best. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Let's take a break. I'll play some clips from the uh, past, like, year or so, and then we'll go from there and end the show. So, all right. I'll see you in the I'll see you on the back half. What a dangerous night to fall in love. Don't know why we still hide what we've become. Do you want to cross the line? We're running out of time. A dangerous night to fall in In the world, many people are looking for love. If you're looking for love, go home to your mother. Are you tired of looking for love? Stop looking for it. You don't need love. Okay. Look no further. The rabbi is here to help you out. Love and commitment in a relationship are incompatible. Make up your mind. Do you want a relationship or do you want love? Are you also tired of all that pesky affection that you need from your children? Love from their children. Ah. Well, call the number 1-800-I-NEED-NO-LOVE. That is 1-800-I-NEED-NO-LOVE. Loneliness can be shared. Get your shit together. But in the control room, they call him Billy Mike. Billy Mike. Billy Mike. Billy Mike. 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 Billy Billy Mike. Billy Billy Mike. Mike. But in the control room, they call him Billy Mike. Ah, 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 ah,
It's delicious. It's delicious. Concrete jungle, you've been alright to me. But my boots are made for hiking, not for dirty city streets. And I need a trail that's traveled, and to find out where it leads. Time is like a river, and I won't watch you pass. From a suburb of a city, just stuck behind the glass. I was born to wander, and I wonder why I'm still here. So rock me, Rocky Mountains, in the valleys down below, the woods that I grew up in, in the January cold. How I miss that western sunrise and the wheat fields painted gold. Trout fishing in the summer. Elk hunting in the snow, yeah, those mountains keep calling, and it's time to go home. Go on home. Nature tends to nurture, and I could use a dose. My church is in the wilderness, where I talk to God the most. And lately, He's been telling me. Son, it's time to go. So go on, go. Whoa. So rock me, Rocky Mountains, in the valleys down below, the woods that I grew up in in the January cold. How I miss that western sunrise and the wind. All right, we are back, man. Though. So those last few drops that I played were really great. I mean, the yeah mixed down, the uh, beats mixed down, the no love, get your shit together, Billy Mike, 30 seconds to Mars. Great set of mixed down, great mixed down for everybody. But um, I do want to mention, it is Groundhog Day. So, you know, hopefully I'll be reliving this damn day again, like the movie. Yeah, I, I don't know. Happy Groundhog Day, everybody. But, uh, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to thank everybody real quick, get out of here, and just hang out for the rest of the day. You know, I got a, got a lot of work I got to do. So uh, thank you to Tori, Sam Whalen. Thank you to um, Ray Gonzalez, Bob Kaplan, Tim Turner, and pretty much everybody who's been with me for the last nine years and 500 episodes because 500 episodes is a long time. And um, I just had a lot of fun stuff with a lot of people. And thank you to everybody who's been on the show as well. So, you know, here's another thing real quick. So I want to make this uh, point. I was supposed to have Wolves of Glendale on my show uh, this week. It was going to be, they were supposed to record with me Monday and they never came by. And I, I've been in talks with their manager and this probably won't land me an interview with them, but you know what? I asked their manager, hey, can we do it the 29th? Yeah, that's cool. You know, we'll we'll do a recording Monday. I'm like, all right, that sounds great. So Monday comes along, he had a reschedule. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I was like, when can you come on next? He said, Tuesday or Wednesday. I said, well, I'm free both days. 
Tuesday comes along. He's like, oh, I'm thinking Wednesday, Thursday. I haven't emailed the guy back because if you, the way I look at it, if you agree to uh, come on a show and you go out of your way to tell your people, all right, I'm going to come on your show. Why would you reschedule? Like if you have to reschedule, that's fine, but reschedule for a different day, then stick with it. Don't just give me bullshit answers. So that's a new thing I'm doing. Like if you, if you have to reschedule because of something, that's fine. But if you reschedule again and again and again and again and again, it's just, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to stick around long enough to have you on my show. I just wanted you on the show because my wife, you know, loves you guys. And I thought you guys were pretty cool. So, you know, that's just my whole thing. Um, so I don't know. I don't think Wolves of Glendale is going to be coming on the show at all. Just because I'm tired of dealing with bullshit. I'm tired of dealing with people who don't, um, who have, who like stick with, who don't stick to something pretty much. I have this conversation a lot with people I work with. So yeah, that's just really how it goes. I don't know if I'm going to have them on the show. I don't know what's going to happen yet. So, um, yeah, but I'm going to be done. Love you all to death. Thank you for everybody who stuck with me for so long. There's a lot of fun stuff coming your way this year. 2024 will be the year where dreams come true. I will make sure of that. And you know what? There's just a lot of stuff that we got to uh, work out. So, all right. But, um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. So, if you ever want to come on my show and if you have to reschedule, that's fine. But after, you know, rescheduling one or more times. Like, if you do it more than once, I'm not going to have you on the show. It's just simple. That's not me being petty or me being an asshole. It's just me tired of dealing with bullshit. And that's what I'm going to be like do this year. If you have to reschedule, okay, that's fine. You know, we'll, we'll reschedule. But if you have to do it again and again and again, I'm not going to do it. Like, Wolves of Glendale, they just kept giving me fluff. Like, all right, we're going to do it Tuesday. All right, we're going to do it Wednesday. Maybe Thursday or Friday. I'm not going to be around Friday. I could only do Thursday. Okay. Then don't answer me. So, like... Yeah, I'm not dealing with that. So, all right, though. I'm out. I'll see you guys later. Happy uh, Groundhog Day. And is there anything else that we got to play? I don't think so. Uh, Maybe I'll play. I'll play the commercial. All right, yeah, I'm going to play a commercial, and then I'm going to go. So, uh, I'll see you guys later, and uh, bye. Are you a small business owner? You want your business to be promoted on all social media platforms? Well, feel free to email me tjg0114 at yahoo.com and I will promote your small business on Spotify, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram for just a small price. So email me tjg0114 at yahoo.com and I will promote your small business. Remember when you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk? Well, you left me anyhow and then the days got worse and worse and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats and they're coming to take me away.